And now, live from Atlanta, Georgia, everyone's social media friend, it's Deb Creer. Every week, Deb talks with the movers and shakers, the experts, the best of the best in social media, bringing you all of the latest tips, techniques, and trends for successfully using social media. In social media, there's only one constant, Deb Creer. Good morning, good morning, everyone. I am Deb Creer. I'm the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And we're going to have so much fun today because I'm talking with someone that I actually met in real life. It's funny, you know, every time I do this program, I tell people, these are people I've only met virtually through social media. So it's really fun when I get to talk with somebody that I have met in real life. And so welcome to Eric Anderson. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's exciting to be here. Great, great. Well, let me go and and tell our folks just a little bit about you before we go on. (coughs) Excuse me. Eric Anderson is a nationally recognized and award-winning speaker and trainer on mobile technology and social media. As president and national training director for Scientifically Speaking, his team helps leaders understand how to use technology to improve relationships. He has worked with companies in financial services, higher education, retail, manufacturing, and consumer technology industries. He was Apple Computer's first business manager for the state of Indiana, where his team of experts, geniuses, and specialists increased revenue by more than 300%. Eric is also a triathlete, marathon runner, and avid reader. He's a native of Indianapolis, where he lives with his gorgeous wife of 20 years and three also gorgeous daughters, and I have to say, this man can rock a bow tie. So, <laughs> welcome again to you, Eric. Well, thank you, thank you. It's good to be here, or be here in Indianapolis. I know that you're somewhere else, but, you know, it was exciting to have met you at Inbound Marketing Day uh, Atlanta, what, maybe about five or six weeks ago or so. It was. It was in March, um, and it was one of those events that... I got so much out of. And the funny thing is it was a last minute decision. Now it was local for me. It was here in Atlanta, but you know, clearly for you since you traveled, <laughs> you had thought about it in advance and you know, it it was a fabulous conference. It really was. It was a it was a day long event and I didn't know how it was gonna be and I always mm-hmm. told people well, I think I told you this too, that uh, before I got there, maybe a month and a half before I got there, I just once again came across that on Twitter, went to the website, mm-hmm. found out about it, and I said, you know, if I can get there, if I can get to Atlanta from Indianapolis mm-hmm. for $250, right. when you look at the caliber of speakers who were there, oh. uh, you know, know. the LinkedIn expert, where you look at uh, Mark Schaefer, mm-hmm. people like that who are going to be there, I was like, mm-hmm. if I can get there for $250, I'll do it. And registration cost right. is only $100. Then, I know. You know, I found a ticket for $150. <gasps> and I was like, I've, I've got Yay. it. All yes, the stars yes. had a line for me. So, yeah. And it was a great opportunity to meet people like Mark and, of course, meet people like you. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it was a fabulous conference with, you know, as you said, great speakers. I've had several of them on my radio program. I I knew Mark before then. Can't wait to talk to him again about his newest book, right. which is The Content Code. It's actually sitting here on my desk. Um 
And what was so cool about it was it did get people from all over everywhere. But I have to say, for $100, it was the best swag bag I have ever received. <laughs> it really you know, was. Every speaker was an author, and we got complimentary their books. I just I was blown away by that. Um, and as you said, that's so true, know, because I actually took some of Mark's books and some other books with me to get them signed mm-hmm. when I ah. got there. And Mark mm-hmm. is such a, and I hope he's listening to this, because he was so personal and so helpful. Mm-hmm. When I showed up, I said, listen, Mark, I've got these two books. I'd love to be able to get you to sign these and get your actual autograph in them. He said, great, Eric, mm-hmm. and I've got something for you. And he reaches in his briefcase and pulls mm-hmm. out three more books and gives me oh. those as well, in oh. addition to the swag bag that we had. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a phenomenal um, chance to And I know that was not the first one. I'm sure right. there'll be an inbound marketing day 2016. Mm-hmm. Deb, I can mm-hmm. already tell you, I'm going to be there as well. Oh, and my understanding is they actually hold them worldwide <laughs> and, you know, kind of around the right. same point in time, which is, is, you know, the first part of March. So for our listeners, it is something that, that we really do encourage you to check out because, as Eric said, fabulous, fabulous speakers, tons of great people. And, you know, obviously it's where I met Eric. So, you know, it is a great conference. <laughs> it is. It was. Yep. Great. Well, let's jump into this because you are a social media trainer. Yes. And first, tell me, why did you decide to do that? Well, so funny. Um, as you mentioned before, I was Apple, uh, uh, Apple Computers business manager for the state of Indiana, <laughs> the first one that we had. Uh, so my team really, uh, we did a lot of workshops, we did a lot of training, we did a lot of uh, training on computers, we did a lot of training on Apple computers, we did a lot of training on how to be able to use your mobile devices. Well, it's so interesting because one of the workshops that we had was on social media. And I'll be oh. honest with you, Deb, I was not into it at all. As you can imagine, a lot of my employees were much younger than I am. So I won't give you my, my age right now. <laughs> But um, it was so funny because a lot of my employees were a lot younger than me, and they would always come in. I kid you not, their expressions were, dude, I, I saw what <laughs> Shannon had on, for breakfast on Twitter, and that was uh-huh. so cool. So here I am, the business manager for one of the number one tech company in the world. Anybody from sole proprietors all the way up to Fortune 50 companies were, mm-hmm. were coming in and talking to me about their mobile and their desktop solutions. And mm-hmm. um, they would ask for training on stuff. I was like, listen, Twitter is not the thing. And I, I'll tell you mm-hmm. right now, one of my slide decks has on mm-hmm. there, or one of the slides in it says Twitter is useless. Because <laughs> I would always go back to what my mm-hmm. employees are saying, right. Twitter is so cool. And I thought, and mm-hmm. that's why my business customers won't use it. Mm-hmm. Well, we've had all these workshops with five or ten people in it. Well, mm-hmm. Deb, the one that was on social media was always sold out. Now, mind you, these are free workshops, so mm-hmm. people would sign up ahead of time, and that would, would fill up quickly. Well, I figured being the business manager uh, for Apple Computer is probably a good idea if I actually learned something mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. social media. As I started looking at it more and more, I thought, you know, this could be a great tool, and this is a great tool to really be able to communicate and really be able to engage with your customers, to engage mm-hmm. with your clients, and really get a conversation going on. 
And that was amazing. So I actually started studying it a lot more. Or, and so mm-hmm. when I left, left Apple, people started contacting me and saying, listen, Eric, remember the workshops that you did before uh, on iPhones and iPads and on their Macs, but also mm-hmm. about social media. And they said, Eric, since, since you were there, since you were Apple Computer's uh, first business manager for the state of Indiana, surely you know how to use Facebook for business. Not just mm-hmm. to be able to find out about um, uh, what uh, friends of yours from high school are doing. How can you use YouTube? How can you use Google Plus? How can you use mm-hmm. Twitter, Pinterest, Pinterest, any of those platforms and channels? Right. How can you use those to engage the customers? And a lot of it is self-study. The devil of it is me going right. out mm-hmm. and reading blogs and listening to podcasts mm-hmm. and going to webinars and, of course, going to things like inbound marketing day Atlanta and learning that way. It's like mm-hmm. being a doctor and you just have to continuously learn and educate yourself. But that's how I got into it. I, quite honestly, I think I feel like I just tripped and stumbled into it. Mm-hmm. But since then, and because things change so constantly, because they change, it is social marketing really is so mm-hmm. dynamic of a, um, of an, of an industry out there, it's fun, it's exciting. Right. When I do these workshops, people always say, Eric, I can see the passion in you. I, I can mm-hmm. see uh, 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 how I, I really enjoy doing these kinds of things, and mm-hmm. I really do. It's, it's a training, but also it's not just a cool technology. It's a right. better way to be, really be able to engage and communicate mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. Well, and as you said, it is continually changing. Um, you know, it's it's something where almost daily, if you log in, now they they aren't making changes daily, but sometimes it seems like it is, right. and and you know, especially across the various platforms, you know, Twitter will make a change. Well, then LinkedIn makes a change. Well, then you know, uh, Facebook makes a change, and and so for someone like you and I, we really do have to keep up on it, and uh, you know, really know what's going on, and. It, sometimes it's a challenge, um, but the the trick is then we share our information right. because if if it's a challenge for us, the not average user, but the you know the the person who's using it for business or maybe even just using it for fun, they log in and they go, wait a minute, where did that go? Where did that come from? Right, you know, right, exactly. Where'd that button go? You know, I remember when Facebook moved the log out button, and I got probably twenty pings right away. How do I log out? How do I, yeah, you know, right, exactly. and I hadn't even turned it on yet. So I'm thinking, what on earth are they talking about? And so it's something that is great to be able to connect with somebody who can provide that information. And so let's just go ahead and, and tell people right now how they can find you online because you do have such great information. Well, the best way, ironically, the best way to be able to reach me is through Twitter. And my handle is mm-hmm. uh, at business317. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the best way to reach me. Or, of course, I can always log in through my website, which is uh, SciSpeak.com, and it's Sci, mm-hmm. S as in Sam, C as in um, computer, and then I as in igloo, um, okay. uh, speak.com. So SciSpeak.com. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, and it's funny because I actually have your Twitter feed open right now, and you mentioned that you thought, you know, Twitter was, ugh, you know, and, and I think that's what so many people think. And I'm going to guess just by looking at your Twitter page that Twitter has now become your favorite. Am I right in that? It is, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Twitter, and it's so funny because a lot of business guys will look at it and say, but surely, Eric, Facebook is the best one. And I'll tell you, I'm I'm on almost all the social media platforms, mm-hmm. and um, I, I like 
like LinkedIn. I like Twitter. I like Facebook. Mm -hmm. Facebook I'm on because so many people on there. You're talking mm -hmm. 1.4 billion people worldwide. Right. Well, you can't ignore mm -hmm. those numbers. But mm -hmm. I'm, on, I'm on Twitter all the time, and I'll tell you why. Twitter for me is like reading a newspaper. There are just mm -hmm. constant headlines. So you can just go through and see the right. ones that you want to be able to pick out. Oh, I want mm -hmm. to read this one. I want to read this one. I want to read this one. I want to read this one. And they've built in so much, uh, so much usage into it where – Clearly, I can't read all of the tweets that are coming in through across my feed. I can't read them all the mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. but I can favorite it and come back and read it later on. Or I can see and think, hey, this would be great. This would be great information for me to share with somebody else. Or I can mm -hmm. and see it and I can read it right then. Um, so mm -hmm. I like the functionality that's built into it. Uh, there's so many business uh, guys or my clients will come to me and say, Eric, how can you really express something? How can you really say what you want to be able to say? I mean, I'm a na natural talker anyway. How can you really say what you want to say in 140 characters? Not 140 mm -hmm. words, but 140 characters. Right. And as I, would tell, as I always tell people, spaces do count. The period <laughs> that you want to put in there, it does count. How mm -hmm. can you really get a proper expression across in just 140 characters? And as I'll always tell people, that's what I like about it, because you will not get the long, pardon my expression, you won't get the long soliloquies drawn out where mm -hmm. someone's going on and on and on. Right. It's just going to be, hey, uh, I want to say this very quickly. If I want to include a link to a website, I can include that link to a website. But it's very short and succinct. Uh, if you mm -hmm. want to include pictures now, originally you couldn't include pictures, but you. Oh, and I love pictures. pictures. It's great, and you can mm -hmm. put up to three pictures in there if you want to. Mm -hmm. So that's the best part about it is I can um, if I'm at I actually coordinate the social media for my church. So mm -hmm. if I want to incorporate that in there, great. I can I, I can put that in there. Uh, if mm -hmm. I want to. Um, it's all limited to just real quick snippets. If I go to a special event, just like when we went to Inbound Marketing Day Atlanta, I'll kid you not, Deb, I probably picked up, you know, 70 new connections or other followers right. there just by going there. And it's like you're at a party. I know Guy Kawasaki and people like that always talk about social media being like it is that you're at a party. But you mm -hmm. go there and you're, you're at an event like Inbound Marketing Day Atlanta or uh, Masters of Business this online in Indianapolis, Indiana, you go there and you get these little uh, nuggets of information mm -hmm. and you can instantaneously share that with the people who are following you and the people who you're connected to. And it's right. great because it's like you're at that party and that party mm -hmm. travels with you wherever you are. And the other part about it is I can follow other parties. And I can join in on those parties and listen to that information. And uh, the best part about that is when I go and I'm listening in on some other conversation, whether it be a Twitter chat or something else like that, when I, I go there and I'm listening to that, I can share other people's nuggets and information. It just right. grows exponentially like that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, Twitter has ironically become my go-to platform like that, uh, whether I'm at a special marketing event, I'm at church, um, or even just throughout the day. If I'm reading mm -hmm. a book and I want to tweet some nuggets out there, it's very easy to be able to do that. Right. Well, and it's funny because I started using social media with Twitter. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And that was back <laughs> when people really were posting the, what they had for breakfast of type of, of things and, and all of those. And to me, it was just this little breezy chit chat right. type of, of thing. Then I discovered Facebook 
and you know, I do tend to be a little bit more verbose. So, you know, I, I do like Facebook more, but for me, Twitter is invaluable at a conference, right. exactly like like at inbound marketing. And because one of the things that, that people do at a conference is, you know, if they're set up correctly, they will do a hashtag. Right. And for the people who are listening that are thinking, what the heck? The, and, <laughs> you know, and, and it's funny because I always have people say, you have a typo. It's not a typo. Right. The hashtag is what we used to call the pound symbol. Right. You know? right. Right. Now it's, it's changed its name. It is the hashtag. And what that does is it groups every every tweet and of course now they use the hashtag on other platforms too but it's predominantly still on Twitter but it groups those into kind of a, a, a conversation a really big conversation and I did exactly what you did at inbound marketing I was using the hashtag but then I looked at the hashtag and every single per- person who tweeted I followed them right because I figure okay Clearly, we we right here have a common interest. We are at this conference. And, you know, things are a little bit different on Twitter. You you follow or you don't follow. And and people can follow you back or not follow you back. It can be just a one-way type of of communication. And, you know, it's not like Facebook or LinkedIn where you have to ask permission and, you know, all these various things. So that's what I really like about Twitter is you can grow the people that you're connected to really pretty quickly. And, you know, and as you said, then I use it. For those those snippets, you know, it's like, oh, Mark Schaefer just said, blah, 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 right, you know, right. or um, one of the things I really like to do is when they've got a great slide, I take a photo of the slide and I tweet that. Right. Um, because then I don't have to retype it. You know? yeah, and, right. and so in a lot of ways, and, and I don't know if you've discovered this, too, it's, it's almost like this is how I take my notes now at a conference. And you're so right. I was doing that just like you were doing that during Inbound Marketing Day Atlanta 2015. And it does make it so much easier to be able to say, you know, quick, grab that snapshot, grab that picture, mm-hmm. post that out there. But the other good thing about it is, you know, tweets with uh, videos and photos especially get mm-hmm. so much more engagement because as you're going right. through and you're looking through that feed, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's one thing we'll see, okay, there's a line of something, there's a line of something. But you know, mm-hmm. as people have always said, a picture's worth a thousand words. Mm-hmm. But then on Twitter, um, it, it's worth a thousand words, but it is still condensed down into less than 140 characters. Mm-hmm. So right. that's the best part about it. So you start seeing those pictures, those little snippets of information, those really nuggets. And they just mm-hmm. like you were saying, you match that or rather marry that up with the right hashtag. Um, and it's just it's a, a really, it's um, a treasure chest of information mm-hmm. just uh, condensed down into 140 characters. And it's so funny. And um, I'm, I'm so glad you brought up hashtags because in all of my workshops, People, the first thing they'll ask me is, what's the deal with the hashtag? What is a hashtag? Is a hashtag? <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, they'll say, I, uh, just like you, I recognize the, they'll recognize as that pound symbol. They'll recognize as mm-hmm. that thing. Uh, the, but what, what is it for? Deb, I'm not going to segue here, but I'll let you know that for three years, we did not have TV in my house. And mm-hmm. uh, the reason we didn't have TV is not because we were against television at all. Mm-hmm. But um, I started to notice from my house, and as you said, I've got three beautiful little girls, and they mm-hmm. weren't watching TV. They were right. on Netflix or they were on YouTube mm-hmm. or things like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so the funny thing about it was I talked to my wife about it, and we made the decision to cancel um, mm-hmm. our satellites. So no TV, no cable TV, mm-hmm. no rabbit ears, nothing like that. It took our girls three months to figure that out. 
because they just <laughs> weren't mm-hmm. going on. They right. weren't watching TV anyway. Mm-hmm. Until one day, one night, they said, hey, let's turn the TV. And they tried. And I said, you're not going to be able to because we don't have it. The mm-hmm. reason I bring that up is because that that was right around 2012. And so mm-hmm. right in the midst of the presidential election, people were like, Eric, so how, how are you going to follow the presidential election? I kidded you not. All the debates and everything else like that, I mm-hmm. followed on Twitter. And right. so I would just be sitting in my uh, – mm-hmm. I wasn't even watching this on my laptop. I was mm-hmm. watching this on my phone because mm-hmm. it was so easy for me to just jump in and out of conversations. Mm-hmm. I was watching on my, gosh, maybe iPhone 4 or 5 at the time, mm-hmm. and I would just watch as things go along. And I would be sitting there quietly, and all of a sudden go, oh, he just said that, or oh, mm-hmm. she just said that. And my family was like, well, what are you doing? I'm, I'm following. I'm following all right. these tweets going along. And just mm-hmm. as you mentioned, hashtags, um, whether it's CNN or Fox News or somebody else like that, would say, great, this is the hashtag for this debate that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I could watch and see what was right. going on. And I, mm-hmm. I said, see. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I, I could follow exactly what was going on on mm-hmm. those uh, hashtags. And it was so easy to follow the conversation. It's mm-hmm. quite honestly, it was like being at a party with your eyes c- closed. Right. Mm-hmm. I could still listen to everything that was going on and follow that and track it. And um, it was a great interaction that way. And uh, quite honestly, we we didn't get TV back until my father-in-law moved into our house with us. And he said, <laughs> that's it. Forget it. I have to have ESPN. Uh-huh. I don't care if I have to pay yeah, for it myself. Sports. Let's have get sports. It. <laughs> exactly. But um, right. yeah, that's the hashtag is quite honestly, hey, I've got a master's degree in chemical engineering, but I still respect it as a, as an invention, if you would, to be able mm-hmm. to really categorize information and allow people to follow along. Um, it doesn't matter where you are. They could be in Indianapolis, Indiana, Atlanta, Georgia, Denver, Colorado, uh, New York, city, whatever whatever it is, that conversation that's going along online, you can see it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, you know, so for, that's why for I love businesses, that. right, you know, they they really should watch what's trending on Twitter. And, and typically those are uh, hashtags, but sometimes they're not. You know, it, it depends on what's going on in the world, um, you know, as to whether it will be, you know, something that's Justin Bieber or, you know, a sports thing or politics or something like that. But then I tell right. businesses, if it's appropriate and if it should be in all caps, in bold, bigger, you know, if it is appropriate mm-hmm. – Add to that conversation. Right, right. Exactly. You, know, you always have to make sure you've researched it because you don't want to leap in and you have misread the, the hashtag. Uh, you know, one of the, the stories that I tell people, you know, obviously I am from Colorado. And right after I moved here was when they, they had the uh, shooting in the Aurora movie right, theater. Right. And so the hashtag that trended was simply hashtag Aurora. And there is a clothing company out of London that is called Aurora. Uh And one of their designers just happens to be one of those little Kardashians. Mm -hmm. And so without realizing why Aurora was trending, they jumped in to the conversation and said, hey, Kim Kardashian has this great new line from Aurora. Right. Of course, they got lambasted. Course, they immediately and profusely apologized. I mean, you know, they, they knew that they had made a mistake. And then to their credit, they made a donation to the Victims Fund. Right, um, right. And because and but it is something, you know, make sure you know why it's trending because, you know, people make things up. You know, I had a client one time who was posting and they used party time 
as the hashtag. Mm -hmm. And it was really inappropriate for what they were posting about. And so when people looked at it, there was not only this disconnect, there was this, uh uh-oh, what the heck is going on? So, um, and, but then of course the other cool thing is you can make up your own hashtag. You know, that's what conferences do. That's what businesses do. You know, I use my name as a hashtag. You use um, your business name as a hashtag. You know, we've all done things like that. And the other cool thing with hashtags is you can search on them. Yes. So if, say, I'm looking for somebody specifically in a, in, a, in a town or about a conference or, you know, any of those, I can search for that hashtag and see what comes up. And that's a, you're right. That's a, and the good, good thing about it is if you have a special event that you're trying to promote, mm-hmm. Right. Um, you can use that if you have a special topic that you're talking to him about. Um, so, for instance, my my company does a lot of work with uh, financial advisors. Mm-hmm. And so we'll use the hashtag Fin, F-I-N, and then S-E-R-V. So we'll use that mm-hmm. a lot. Or we'll right. use a social advisor. And that's one, mm-hmm. quite honestly, I just made up. Now, what, just like mm-hmm. you said, you want to go out there and find out. Who else is using it? Who else is mm-hmm. using this? Is it a, a popular topic, say, in New York or Boston mm-hmm. or somewhere like that? So I did my due diligence. I did that research and then found, hey, I don't see a lot of other people out there doing that. But it's a great way to be able to promote, to self-promote, mm-hmm. to track, to follow, to listen, to learn, to do all of that. And, um, right. and the people always say, well, you know, you might see this long hashtag of, you know, 36 characters. So you'll probably mm-hmm. want to say, well, you know, if you're going to use a hashtag, then pick out the right one for mm-hmm. your event. And before right. we use a certain hashtag for any of our events, we'll always go out there and do a lot of research and find out, okay, before we start doing this, before we lay the groundwork for a lot of the, uh, the uh, either self-promotion or for sharing mm-hmm. content that someone else is using, before we start using a hashtag, let's find out, you know, if anybody else out there is using this, mm-hmm. if not, then we'll go ahead and use it. Uh, if someone else is using it, then let's find out how it's being used. Let's find out the context right. of, uh, mm-hmm. of the usage. So you were right about that, but it is such a powerful tool. I mean, I know after Twitter started, people like Instagram started using it. Facebook started mm-hmm. using it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you don't see uh, – I don't see a lot of uses of it with LinkedIn, but it is such a powerful tool to categorize and organize information. Mm-hmm. Um, I love using it. And so right. like I, said, if, I know people who are authors – who will say, mm-hmm. hey, for their book, they'll have the hashtag their book. Or mm-hmm. They'll have the hashtag the topic of their book, things like that. But it's mm-hmm. it's a powerful tool to be able to use, especially from a, a business reviewer. Like we said, you're writing a book. You have a special event coming up. If you're in retail and you want mm-hmm. to be able to talk about a new product that's coming out, bam, there you go. Right. It's a great oh, way definitely. to get that out there mm-hmm. and talk about it, especially if you're preparing something. So if you're mm-hmm. kind of trying to lay the groundwork for something that's coming up, a special event like Inbound Marketing Day or Masters of Business Online in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. if you want to start talking about that a month, two mm-hmm. weeks, one week, a few days beforehand, and just really building up that groundswell of information, hashtags are a great way to be able to do it. Right. Well, and, you know, if, for example, it's a conference, it's a great way for people to meet in advance, 
you know, and and you know, it used to be long ago uh, that sometimes attendance lists were sent out in advance, and and you obviously almost always know who the speakers are and things like that. But right. now, if you start looking at the hashtags, you can see who's going to be there. Yep. And you know, so so maybe you you see that it's you know a fabulous speaker, like say somebody like a, a guy Kawasaki. Right. You can start tweeting about him before he's there. And I can almost guarantee that, you know, you will get that person's attention. You know, obviously you, you can't be a pest about it and, and some things like right. that. But it can just be some things like, hey, looking forward to seeing Guy Kawasaki at X conference. Um, you know, and, and, some, and, and that's also what I have found valuable with Twitter is sometimes you do get the attention of these people that you really can't get otherwise. Um, you know, and, and the nice thing is... Twitter verifies, you know, if it is a celebrity, a sports person, you know, somebody that has a, a very reputable, big known speaker, things like that. They verify that it is that person. Right. So, you know, say you do have a crush on, oh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> if you're going to, to tweet about him, you know what the, the right uh, Twitter ID is right. as opposed to, you know, the 400 million other ones about right. him. But, um, you know, it's, it is – it is something that I think businesses still struggle with. So, you know, if you have a business and, and you know, one of the things we mentioned is pick, go where you, you are most comfortable. You know, if, if you really don't want to use Twitter, don't try and force it. Right. But that said, if the people you need to reach exactly. are on Twitter, yep. then you need to, to rethink. So, you know, say you are, a, 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 you know, you've got a, a product or a service excuse me, that is, is great for people who use Twitter a lot. What do you tell a business owner who is very hesitant? If they tell you, oh, Eric, I, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do it. How do you work with them to convince them that they really do need to do this? Well, you know, it's funny. The, um, uh, the best way really to have that conversation with them is to say, you know, go where your customers are. You know, right. you're not going to say, you know what, I'm going to open up a, um, I'm trying to think of something that would not be great in Indian app here. Okay. Here we go. Uh, from a, I love the paste picante sauce, uh, mm -hmm. commercial. And they were always talking about paste picante sauce. It's that these, all, all these guys throw these hard cowboys. Right. Say, right. Well, you know, this New York city uh -huh. wanted to buy, um, salsa from New York City if mm -hmm. you lived in Texas, if, if mm -hmm. in San Antonio, someplace like that. Same kind of thing. You want to go to a place where your, your customers are. So mm -hmm. if that conversation is taking place in Twitter, that's great. If the conversation is not taking place in Twitter, that's fine also. Let's mm -hmm. find out where the conversation is taking place. So, mm -hmm. Deb, I'll tell you, we've done a, uh, a number of um, – the title of the workshop is The uh, Social Media for the Modern Hairstylist. So um, we'll do these workshops for hairstylists when they're coming mm -hmm. right out of cosmetology school. And so in these programs, these uh, men and women are really taught how to do hair, how to do nails, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. What they're really not taught is how do you really market to your customers? Right. What are the best mm -hmm. our services to use to market to your customers? Almost everyone comes out of that program saying word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth. And mm -hmm. mind you, there's nothing wrong with word of mouth. But a lot mm -hmm. of those conversations are taking place online. They're taking place, you know, where, what's, what's the best place to really find out about the newest 
hairstyle? What's the best place mm-hmm. people find out about the, uh, the new style that Kim Kardashian or somebody like that is wearing? Or mm-hmm. well, quite honestly, it's not always taking place on Twitter, which is mm-hmm. odd for me because I love using Twitter. Yeah. But whenever mm-hmm. I do these workshops for the uh, for hairstyles, I'll tell them, you know what? Facebook is great. You go back. Right. You started the 1.4 million users who are using it. Mm-hmm. But then you also talk about, let's look at the way it's laid out. You can see so many pictures. You can see mm-hmm. so many videos. So I'll start telling them, you, you know what? Chances are with 1.4 million users worldwide, chances mm-hmm. are a lot of your customers, a lot of your clients, they're on Facebook. So why mm-hmm. would you not post your newest styles on Facebook so that your clients or prospective mm-hmm. clients can find out about you that way. Um, mm-hmm. And Adeb, as you know, I've got, I've got long hair, long dreadlocks. Um, mm-hmm. But there was a time when I had a shaved head, or I, I was wearing a different kind of style. But it's mm-hmm. interesting when my mother or my father, when I was a little kid, would take me to the barber shop, there was a book, and you would sit down, and you would go through this oh, book, the, yes. and you mm-hmm. would figure out, okay, I want this one. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, here's mm-hmm. the thing. Now, a lot of those conversations, a lot of that viewing is taking place online. So the person mm-hmm. shows up and they say, hey, they're on Pinterest or they're mm-hmm. on Instagram or they're on YouTube or, of course, they're on Facebook. And they're mm-hmm. saying, this, see the style right here? That's the style I want. Mm-hmm. So right. instead of carrying around a book or something like that, or instead of the uh, the artist, the hairstyle saying, okay, I've got to maintain this book and showcase it, mm-hmm. they can say, listen, go to, go, to, go to my Pinterest page, go to my Facebook page, and all of those styles are out there for people mm-hmm. to show up with their phones or with their tablets. They're not showing up with their laptops. They're carrying around these smaller devices, and they're saying, listen, this is the style I want. Can you help me out with this? Mm-hmm. So you really have to know uh, where it is that you're on, um, uh, where those conversations are taking place, where your customers' conversations are taking place. Even if you're in, you know, you're a plumber or not, not even plumber, you're a landscape designer. Right. So if you're a landscape designer, people can come in and say, or if you're going to a person's home, you can pull up your laptop, you can pull up your iPad, and you can mm-hmm. go through your entire portfolio and say, well, I've done this design, and I've right. done this design, and showcase it that way. And mm-hmm. the part about that is it's, it's a lot lighter than uh, a book or whatever it is to be able to carry around. Mm-hmm. Plus, a lot of my like the fact that this is going to the mobile technology side of things, once they're done and they can showcase, hey, these are the, you want this style of hair, you want this style of landscape design, mm-hmm. you want this arrangement in your room. Maybe you're doing interior design or your design or room. whatever it is, great. You get the, um, you get your square, you plug it into your phone, and mm-hmm. you have to pull your contract, and everything is signed right then and there. But it all started with that social media. And you're, right. if you're looking at Twitter having 350 million users, LinkedIn, 330 million worldwide. You're looking at, we keep bringing up Facebook having 1.4 billion. Mm-hmm. Um, and you even you look at uh, apps like WhatsApp really taking mm-hmm. off. Or if you're looking mm-hmm. at you know, YouTube and literally millions of new videos that are uploaded every day, right. it's just it's a phenomenal uh, platform or party to be a, com- mm-hmm. a part of the conversation. Well, and Eric, one of the things that that you mentioned several times that I really want to emphasize to our listeners is 
photos and ha- having photos and having video, especially in Twitter. Yeah. You know, I was I was looking at at uh, the Twitter feed just now, and I went back through probably seventy five posts. Now, mind you, that was about a minute's worth of posts, right? But three of them had photos, and two of those were actually sponsored posts, so they were ads. So if you have a great photo, it's going to stand out because right. you know it it, it there it's the only one. So, you know, take the time. Now, we're not saying that it has to be a professionally taken photo. Right. Obviously, it, it depends on what you're doing. Your phone takes a photo that's going to work well enough. Right. You know, and, and so have that. The other thing is video. Um, you know, you can include video. And I've, I'll, I'll be honest, I have not done this on Twitter, but it, they're partnered with Vimeo, right? Is that how they do the videos there? So, you know, you can have little videos there. You want to show people your product or service, and more importantly, find those people who like your product or service and say, hey, would you give me a quick video testimonial? And I I tell people, don't give them any warning. Don't give them time to prepare because then they get really caught up in, oh, I have to make sure I say this exactly right. You know, say you're at a restaurant, and you could tell that these people just absolutely loved the dessert. Okay, you walk up, you say, would it be all right if I took your picture, you know, and 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 we did a quick little video of you. And most of the time they're going to say yes. So then you've got this great little opportunity because you're going to promote it. But more importantly, they're going to promote it. You know, they're going to to share the link on their Facebook page, their Twitter, um, you know, wherever it was. And and so you want to do that because that comes back to one of those other speakers that we heard at Inbound Marketing, and that's word of mouth. Yeah. We we heard Ted Wright talk about how important word of mouth marketing is, and that it, it is. You know, we don't believe an ad. You know, and and it gets a little tricky still even to this day with Facebook and 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 Twitter. You know, you really the, the, when it says sponsored, it's like being secret it's the light gray and it's the little word and you know so you don't quite catch that it's an ad but we you know you look at you know it's an ad and i don't care if it's you know on the in the newspaper tv billboard you know wherever we yeah they paid for that so of course they're going to say that it is the the best product in the world and yada 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 but if i see one of my friends or one of the people that I follow, and even if I don't know them in person, maybe I've never met them. I mean, you know, you're like me. We have thousands of connections, you know, right. and, and we like to think we're that popular, but you, know, <laughs> you are maybe not me. Oh. Um, and and so we, we do have all these connections where we've never really met them. And But if they say, hey, we like X, Y, and Z, okay, fine, I'll try it. Uh, you know, and and so if somebody posts this great picture of, you know, we we went to this restaurant, or hey, there's this new hairstylist in town, and look what she did, right. you know, uh, you're gonna wow, you know, and and so that's really the power of social media is it's not when we post ourselves, it's when we get other people to post, f- not for us but about us. You know, it's so funny. Bring because just this past Friday, I was at a um a life sciences breakfast. They know it's at this mm-hmm. hotel in downtown Indianapolis. So as I'm leaving, there's a big firefighters conference that's going on downtown Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Well, as I'm leaving, and it's a, um, oh gosh, it was the Marriott Hotel that I was at. And it was so interesting mm-hmm. because I'm walking through this Marriott Hotel, and I'm walking by this Starbucks. I see a big mm-hmm. line there. But then I, I walk out into the lobby of this um, 
Marriott, and there's a kid you're not dead. There's a full-sized fire truck in this Marriott. And I thought Uh my first thought being an engineer was, oh, my gosh, how did they Mm -hmm. get that in here? And so Mm -hmm. what I do, I immediately, just like you were saying, I pulled up my phone and took a picture of it. And so Mm -hmm. Marriott didn't ask me to, but what did I do? I immediately posted that on Twitter Mm -hmm. and said, okay, big question. How did they get the fire truck in the lobby? Then Mm -hmm. I kid you not, it wasn't that much later that they replied back to me. Because I mentioned Marriott in the tweet. They replied back Mm -hmm. to me and said, Mm -hmm. okay, Eric, took us a few phones, but this Mm -hmm. is how they got it in there. And I was like, you're kidding. So I'm just a little old Eric Anderson in Indianapolis, Mm -hmm. Indiana, and the Marriott Hotel responding to me that way. Mm -hmm. And they responded very quickly. But here's the thing. The best part about we actually got into a conversation because I told them, hey, thank you very much. I appreciated mm-hmm. the response. They replied back again and said, by the way, if you want a video, you can go to this site. Cool. And they actually had a video of them mm-hmm. pulling the truck into the, um, into the lobby of the hotel. Mm-hmm. So that right. was the amazing thing about it. So I instantaneously, I have a lot more respect. And I was like, uh, next time we're going off on a vacation, what am I thinking? You know what? They engage with me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe I should mm-hmm. stay at a Marriott the next time. Right. And then, um, as I always tell my wife, and she's one as well, I'm a Nordish, Nordy for life. So mm-hmm. we shop at Nordstrom very frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife obviously shops there a lot more than I do. But the amazing <laughs> thing about it is whenever I go there and I buy a, a pair of pants and a sweater, so I buy that mm-hmm. at Nordstrom, I'll lay that out on the counter and take a picture of it. I kid mm-hmm. you not, every single time, and my mother is amazed by this, every <laughs> single time, within five minutes or less, wow. they reply back to me and say, hey, great, Eric, we like the outfit. In mm-hmm. most cases, what I'll do is I'll mention Nordstrom, but I'll mention, I'll say like Nordstrom, Ann Arbor, or I'll mention Nordstrom, mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry, 12 Oaks, or Nordstrom, mm-hmm. Indianapolis. And then if, if I can, I'll even mention, like, once again, using the hashtag, I'll mention the hashtag of the name of the person. So it's mm. not their handle. But I'll say, mm-hmm. Jim in the men's department helped me out at Nordstrom to arrange this outfit. And then they'll mm-hmm. go back and tell him, hey, listen, Jim, thanks a lot for helping out, right. Eric. He posted this picture. Now, I'll be honest, mm-hmm. Deb, I, I normally don't use social media to complain about things. That's just mm-hmm. the way that I am. Right. But what I'll do is whenever there's some complimentary or positive thing like that, I'll always mm-hmm. post that out there Perfect. For, for the brand. And what that mm-hmm. does is it, it still amazes me to this day is it gets me that interaction instantaneously with the brand. And uh, mm-hmm. Taco Bell, who, oh, the last one I'll tell you about is Weber Grill. We mm-hmm. just this past Saturday, I'm sorry, this past Sunday, brought our grill out. So I've got the grill mm-hmm. out on the deck, and so I've put the food on the grill, and it had just started. So I just laid it out, I'm kind of funny like this, in this almost like a starfish-type formation uh-huh. on the grill. The fire had just started, so you see this, these flames, these huge flames coming up under the meat. Of course, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, let me take a picture of it. So I take picture. a picture. Mm-hmm. I exactly, take a picture tweeted, um, Mm -hmm. mentioned Weber Grill, and then they reply back with this other hashtag that they're using. So it's -hmm. it's a social media, and I'm not just uh, mentioning Twitter, but it's a great way to really 
able to engage with these right. big brands out there. Mm-hmm. And formerly, you couldn't do it. Uh, before mm-hmm. this, before social media, you couldn't really dialogue or interact with a mm-hmm. Ford or a Nordstrom mm-hmm. or a um, somebody else like that. But now, or, or Weber Grill, I mean, you just, mm-hmm. you could write a letter and right. it might get out. But now they specifically have a person or a team of people, mm-hmm. a three-person team or 10-person team whose job is to monitor those conversations mm-hmm. in real time. Right. Well, and, you know, it's it's so important that even if you're the entrepreneur or, you know, the, the little one-person shop, you have to be monitoring this. Right. You know, if, if somebody says something good or bad, right. you really do, you know, this is not a one-way conversation, folks. And, and that's where I get so frustrated. You know, I'll ask a question, whether it's on Facebook, um, you know, or Twitter, and I'll, I'll specifically use the business name, and it just goes off into the ozone. Right, right. You know, well, then... I'm not so likely to use them again. You know, you you mentioned that Marriott responded and you like that. If they had ignored you, you would have had the exact opposite response. You would have thought, well, (laughs) I'm not going to talk to them again. Right, right. And so business owners, of course, they get all stressed about this. They think, oh, my gosh, I have to watch this 24 hours a day. You know, depending on what you do. Now, clearly, you know, somebody's really post, you know, if if, if you have a business where they're going to be posting a lot about you, then you have to monitor it more. But shoot, folks, 24 hours. You know, if, if somebody responds within 24 hours, that's probably good enough. Um, you know, maybe even depending on what it is, a longer period of time than that. But you do have to respond. You know, it's yeah. it's just like if they if they walk into your, your place of business or call you or send an email, if you ignore that, that is an unhappy customer. If you ignore something on social media, the same thing happens. And then, of course, the problem on social media is – that that person gets annoyed and then they post about it. And, you know, we've all seen those stories where somebody, you know, all they had was, you know, a simple comment about something and they got ignored and they got their feelings hurt or they right. got mad. Right. And then it went from there. So, you know, it is very important for businesses to make sure that they are keeping track of what's out there. And maybe that is, you know, setting up, you know, uh, something so that you're, you're watching your own name. It's very easy to do. Um, you know, you're checking hashtags that might be appropriate. And and responding because people are impressed. Right. I went to um, they have a thing here in in uh, Atlanta in in you know one of the little suburbs called Taste of Marietta, mm-hmm. and they had a Facebook page. I posted on it. I had a great time. Taste of Marietta. Blah blah blah. Within probably fifteen minutes, they responded. I was really impressed because that event was taking place. You know, and and it was this busy thing, and yeah. and whoever they had monitoring it was watching it, <clears throat> and so then I, of course, like you did, I responded immediately and said, "Can't wait to go again next year." Yeah. If they hadn't responded, I probably wouldn't have thought too much about it. Right. But the fact that they did really impressed me. Um, you know, and 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 we have had things like that happen. You know, there's uh, there been there was a uh, you know one of the cooking shows one time had a great recipe. I missed it, so I went to their Facebook page and I said, "Hey, what was that recipe?" And do 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 nothing. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. well, I'm not going to watch that show again. Why yeah, should exactly. I? Yeah. You know, and and so if you're going to be on these various sites, folks. You do have to remember that you you need to respond. And, you know, one of the, the things that people always tell me, especially as somebody who is new to this, well, what if they complain? What if they right. say something yep. bad? Uh-huh. Well, you know what? They are already, you know, sadly. You know, if, if, if you're worried about that, they probably are already saying something. 
and you want to jump in and try to fix it. Yeah. Now, sometimes you can't. You know, it, it could be that, you know, things things just don't happen. It was funny. At Inbound Marketing Atlanta, some of their technology didn't quite work. You right. know, the space didn't quite work out. But the, the responses that I said, they apologized. And they said, you know what? We're going to work to make this better next yeah, year. Right, right. They didn't say, too bad, right, or, right. you know, uh, things it. like that. Yeah. Yeah, they they say you know what, we're going to try and fix this, and that's what is so important because most people just want to be heard. You know, even if they're not going to say, well, I'm going to give you your money back. Right. You know, and and we don't always expect that. You know, obviously it depends on what it is, but it is something that people really need to be aware of, and have and have the right person respond. You know, I like it when you can tell that they've got the intern yeah. or, you know, the, you know, the, the niece, the nephew, the kid right. who really knows nothing about your business when they respond. Um, you know, and, and I tell people, you know, they're always asking me, do I do posts for people? And there are some businesses that I do. You know, I have some clients where I do the posting for them, mm-hmm. but it depends on the business. Right, right. And I tell people if if the business is you then you need to respond. Exactly. You know, I can, you know, I, for example, you, I could not respond on your behalf using your voice. You know, and, and if you have to tell me what to respond, well, then you should have just responded exactly. to start with. I right. was like those people, well, we're going to approve everything. Well, why not just do it yourself? Right. But there, you know, sometimes you still have to hire it done. You know, if you just can't do it yourself, you know, you don't have the time, you don't have the, the skill, then it is okay to hire it done. But, Whoever you're hiring has to be very aware of the fact that if it's a question they can't answer, they need to get that answer. Right, right. And that's and just, that's so true, and it's so funny that you mentioned that because I remember I read a long time ago. I remember I heard it at a conference that people always said, you know, people are out there talking about you already, so you might as well mm-hmm. join in on the conversation. Right. And mm-hmm. I've done some work with some early companies here in Indianapolis, and that's one of the things they'll say is, listen really don't want to um, you know, get involved in because mm-hmm. um, then people start talking about you and we'll tell them, listen, they're already talking about you. So you might mm-hmm. as well join in on the conversation and find out what it is they're saying. And hopefully, ideally, you, you can address that because just like you said, people want to know that their voice has been heard. Now, mm-hmm. now social media, the last thing you want to do is just say, hey, you know what? We're just going to ignore it and it's going to go away because it's not going to go away. Right. What's going to happen is it's just going to grow and it'll fester. It grows. And you won't know about it. Mm-hmm. And things are happening online and videos are being shot on YouTube and it's being posted that way. And uh, the people, the businesses are being notified about it. The ones that are really paying attention, they know about it and they can address it. There mm-hmm. was a, a march here uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana. Gosh, maybe about a month and a half ago or so, and I told you I managed mm-hmm. the social media for my mm-hmm. church. Well, right. unfortunately, I couldn't be there at the march. Mm-hmm. What was happening was uh, the, the other location I was at, I kept my my phone just kept blowing up. Well, mm-hmm. hey, once again, going back to your point, here's a picture of this. Here's mm-hmm. and these weren't riots; it wasn't anything violent at all. But right. here's here's a person marching here, and here's a person, and there's mm-hmm. pictures people were taking along the route. As they were going, police mm-hmm. were marching along with the uh, the protesters. There were mm-hmm. people marching, and so people mm-hmm. would post pictures of that. And so once I was just using that hashtag and just using the handle for for my church, I was like, great, let me grab that, and then I could instantaneously 
connect with those people mm -hmm. and say, great, right. thank you for sharing this. Or if someone mm -hmm. did not post a picture, they, uh, uh, but they did use the hashtag, they, they didn't mention us, great, not a problem at all. That was mm -hmm. instantaneously another follower. So I connect with mm -hmm. another person. And mm -hmm. we had more people joining our church then because mm -hmm. of that. They're like, wow, this church is actually engaging with us and actually having mm -hmm. a conversation with us uh, along this route. So it just, it amazed me that way. And that's just from a Pinterest, I'm sorry, that's just mm -hmm. from a Twitter standpoint. Right. We've even gotten into, you know, Pinterest. And now Pinterest mm -hmm. is being used by um, people in the photography industry. People, ah. if you mm -hmm. are a chef, if you're a mm -hmm. hairstylist, if you are a, um, uh, 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 the outside designer, and they want to be able mm -hmm. to use this stuff, that's a great way to get your information out there. Mm -hmm. And especially, you know, um, if it's not Twitter, they're using some means to let your people know, hey, by the way, here's an update of some, mm -hmm. um, some new photos or some new, des uh, new designs. Um, actually, the guy that does my – you talked about video and photos. Mm -hmm. as, or the dessert example, as soon as he's done doing anyone's hair, he'll stop and say, excuse me, do you mind if I take a picture? Cool. Do you mind if I shoot a mm -hmm. video? And then the mm -hmm. whole time these videos are typically deb worth talking mm -hmm. 30 to 45 seconds of mm -hmm. him just spinning the person around the chair and saying, mm -hmm. hey, listen, this is so, so, so now he's mentioning that person's name. Well, mm -hmm. Now, because their name is mentioned, how do they feel about that? Right. Now they're like, I'm really a part of this conversation mm -hmm. of these thousands of people who are following along, who are listening to this. Mm -hmm. So, so when he's posting that on Facebook, what are they doing? They're going to take that photo, that video, and they're going to share that with their friends. Hey, guys, go to my stylist and see mm -hmm. see, see the work that he's done. And uh, so, yeah, of course, that builds up his followers and his connections mm -hmm. that way. So it's just, it's just amazing. We bring up the V word viral and how things mm -hmm. take off in a viral content that way. Right. Well, and, you know, one of the things that, that we touched on that I really want to emphasize is we have to tell people to do this. Yeah. So, you know, when I when I post the video, I want to tell that person, please go to my Facebook page and share it with your own friends, you know, or comment on it or, or do whatever. And it's 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 kind of this weird thing this, that I have noticed is that so many people think that they almost need permission. Right. You know, I, I, I can't share that video. It's their video. What shoot? It's on their Facebook page. That's, that's what, you know, exactly. no, that that's out there, or it's on Twitter or whatever. They wouldn't put it there if they didn't want it shared. But we kind of need those gentle reminders, and so maybe it's that, you know, it's it's on the bottom of your receipt. Hey, like us on Facebook, right? Um, you know, and and then tell people where to find you. This is one of my stories that I share frequently. There's this barbecue place here in in Georgia. We went to, and there was this, you know, kind of bedraggled little little table tent that said like us on Facebook to get a free dessert. Well, <clears throat> I'm all about free dessert, <laughs> but that was all it said. Right. And so, you know, I've got my phone and I'm searching for them. Can't find them by their business name. Can't find anything, you know, that I'm thinking any, you know, it was the weirdest thing. So of course, you know, the next time the server came, I point out the little table tent and what does she tell me? I don't know. I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> and so not only did I not get my good dessert, right. which, you know, that I was just crushed that well, I did not get my dessert. I also didn't have the opportunity to say this was a fabulous meal, what? you know, and, and that was the drawback, you know, maybe, you know, the, the free dessert aside, 
I really wanted to be able to say this was a great restaurant. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I like doing that. I'm like you. I typically don't complain. I post positives on social media and I am more than happy to say great meal, great haircut, great whatever, but they have to be there first and I have to know how to find them. Right. So great. Well, Eric, we've got just a couple minutes left. So, you know, let's go back to that business person who is just thinking, what the heck? And, and, and they're also thinking it's a trend. It's a fad. Right, right. Nobody's there. What do you tell them? Well, uh, first thing I'll tell them is, and I say this guy in cheek, it is a fad. Yes. But if things are good to change, just like you and I started mm -hmm. off talking before, Twitter's going to change. Um, mm -hmm. But the second thing I'll tell them is, Twitter, I mean, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook, mm -hmm. the Facebook of five years ago, and by the way, Facebook five years ago, there's no anything like it does now. Things right. are going to change, but mm -hmm. don't, don't be afraid because it's just a conversation. Don't mm -hmm. worry about you know, the newest technology or things like that. It's just a conversation. Mm -hmm. So once I tell them that, oh, so it was, it's not just the teenage technology. This mm -hmm. is just a different way of communicating with people. And mm -hmm. then the last thing I'll tell them is pick one or two platforms. Mm -hmm. Don't go out there and say, listen, I need Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. I need Vine. I need YouTube, right. I need Google+, mm -hmm. Plus because it will be overwhelming for you initially. But what mm -hmm. they should do is pick out two, maybe three platforms at the highest mm -hmm. and try and manage those and see mm -hmm. how those work out. I mean, three might have been excessive if you're just jumping into it. Pick one or two platforms, right. see how those work out, and if they do, then you can move on to something else. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, then don't waste your time there. Yes. You know, I have told people, you know, if if the people you need to reach aren't on Facebook, just because there's, you know, so many people there, don't waste your time. Yeah. You know, use it at night when you want to see the pictures of your, your kids and, and all of those things. <laughs> right. So, but great. Well, Eric, this has been absolutely fabulous. I have been talking with Eric Anderson. So, Eric, you've got about a minute. Tell us how to find you and how you can work with people to help them. Sure. That's the way to be able to find me is through Twitter. That's at business317. Or, of course, anybody can go to my website, which is sizespeak.com. Mm -hmm. That is S is in Sam, C is in Charlie, I is in Igloo, speak.com. Mm -hmm. You can always contact me that way. Or, or I'm, of course, on LinkedIn and uh, mm -hmm. Facebook as well. But, uh, yeah, well, thank you very much for the time. It's been exciting. And just as you said before, time just flies by when you're having fun. Oh. It does. It does. You know, and, and I definitely want to have you on again, especially because I don't use Twitter enough. So it's always good to talk to somebody who reminds me that I need to use Twitter more. Oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. Well, hey. Perfect. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time from, uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Good talking to you. Perfect talking with you. And for those of you who aren't already connected with me, it's pretty easy. You just go to my website, which is debcreer.com. That's D-E-B-K-R. IER.com, and you will find all of my social media links there. And to everyone, have a great day. Thanks for listening to Deb Career, your social media friend. Tune in next time to listen to more great tips, techniques, and trends for using social media. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>